Wooden Spoon Survivors coming at you. This is Crystal. I am David. And we're yo, back yo, yo. at it again. Yo. <laughs> we are back at it again, unfortunately, for everyone. Who listening. gave us microphones? <clears throat> I don't know. We've already been talking for 30 minutes, so that's been kind of cool. But today, why don't you tell the lovely people what we're talking about? We're going to be talking about our family's immigration stories. and From our perspective, I guess. Yeah, mostly from our perspective. We got a little bit of tea from our avozingas, our grandmas. Oh, we they spilt the tea too, sis. Yeah. They were not playing. No. They came for throats. <laughs> um, and then our parents' stories as well, since our moms um, met our dads oh, yeah. in different ways. But our dads are both. I feel like you have a little bit more backstory there. My parents were like, we met at a party. I'm oh, like, yeah. Okay, well, that's okay. Un- not very climactic. <laughs> I hate <laughs> us. That's okay. Yeah. So, in any case. Uh, I also feel like you have more on your grandma. So, why don't you start first? Okay. Yeah, because my, gr- my, my parents' story is very meh. Well, my grandma immigrated here in the late 50s early 60s i don't have an exact date so that tells you what kind of a historian i am but um she kind of came over with this mass migration of a lot of Mm -hmm. portuguese people from the azores there was like this massive volcano eruption that happened on the island of fayal which is where our family's from wait did she come in through boston she or ellis no i think she came straight ellis island (laughs) She came on your face. I was waiting to see your face when I said that. She came through and saw the Statue of Liberty and gave that bitch a high five on the way in. (laughs) No, she did not. Thank you. Okay. Um, she went to to she went to the Angel Island on the West Coast. Just kidding, completely. She did not stop at any islands because she had just gotten off of damn island. So (laughs) she was coming to the mainland. Yeah. Um, Azores, Azorians, and their islands. Yeah, I. I think she probably, maybe they flew into SF. I don't even know if Oakland Airport was a thing yet. Um, Yeah, back then. I don't know. Yeah. So she flew in. um, Her and my grandpa literally came over six months after they got married. And they came to live with my grandpa's uh, uncle or something like that. So you're great. Yeah. Like great, great. That's what your grandma is to me. Yes. That's so funny. Your yeah. grandma is my great aunt. So our grandmas are sisters. Yes. That's how we're technically related. So we're like, what, third or fourth cousins or something? We're true? like third cousins. But we're I don't so know. Close. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't even know how that once, <laughs> twice removed stuff happens. <clears throat> I think that's when, I thought that's when someone gets divorced. Or married. I mean, you do get removed once you're divorced. Is that, is that not what the basis no, of that it's is? not. How else do you get removed other than being no, assassinated? They say something like twice removed. So what? You get remo- you get removed twice. That's what I thought. Like bitches were getting divorced twice. No, I hate myself. Anyway, I'm so uneducated. It's okay. We're not here. <laughs> it's fine. We don't we're know. Not, what we're is family. It? People we that study. What's this? Genealogist. For- Genealogist. We're not those. No, we're not. We don't care. We yeah. It's fine. Well, we care, but we don't. So they came over. <laughs> To California, yes. Um, to a town called Farmington, which today, today in 2022, has a population of 207 people. So where is that? On let the map? that sit on your mind. It's like in the Central Valley. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's literally a farm town, and it's called would, Farmington. If it wasn't, a, imagine if it wasn't a farm town. I'd I, be, I'd flip this desk. Yeah. Over. <laughs> I'd be so irritated. <laughs> so basically, she came over here and she was not a happy camper. She cried every day. She, actually, she didn't even want to come here. She was living her best life in Portugal, according to her. Um, but really, my grandpa was like, let's go. Like, a lot of my family has go- gone there. Like, let's get started, you know, American dream. So she said that she cried every night when she got here. That's very Portuguese of her. Yeah. yeah. Um, she was, couldn't believe that where she was, was America. And it was this little town and they didn't have like a bathroom. We had to go an outhouse. Like it was Bam. definitely below her standards. Um, no. Yeah. Living she, the American dream. I, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm curious to know like what her thought of the American dream was at that point. So um, 
they only lasted about less than three weeks in Farmington because my grandma's sister-in-law and brother-in-law who lived in the Bay Area actually went to visit them in Farmington and were like, oh no, we can't leave them living like this. Oh my God. They're coming back with us. No. So apparently my grandma and her sister-in-law, Tia Tama, rest in peace, um, they drove back to the Bay and my grandpa and his brother had to take the bus, which is nice right. that they did that. Mm-hmm. Um, and they ended up in San Leandro, which is a city right next to Oakland, California. Heavy, heavy Portuguese community. There was yeah. a lot of people who ended up in San Leandro. There was a lot of canneries, a lot of factories, you know, easy work for people who didn't speak the language, right? These people, you know, they didn't speak English. So they came here um, with not a lot and they ended up basically uh, living with them for a little bit. And uh, that's where they started their family. My grandma had my uncle and then my aunt and then she said that they went back to Portugal to visit family, which is like, that's a big deal. I'm sorry, but like coming to a whole other country and like, yeah. not like it was from the Azores to the East Coast, because that's like not that far. Uh, they, do you know how long that plane ride is? Um, If ours is eight hours, that's got to be like a four hour flight. Yeah, right? I think it's like a four hour flight from the Because I think to East go to Coast. New York, it's like four hours. Yeah. So, so when you fly from the Bay Area to Portugal directly to the Azores, um... It's about old, what is it called? Uh, Azores, Sata? Azores Sata? Airlines, Sata. which is part of Sata. Oh my god! Um, which, it's a whole thing. Yeah, we'll get into that later. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they don't have the best. They service. hate Sata, and they're like the only ones that fly. But they're like, fuck. It's like guys. a monopoly, actually, yeah. because it's really the only airlines other than Tap that you can use. But they're the only like island hopper airline that you can yep. use. So they definitely know what the hell they're doing. Like yeah. they monopolize the shit out of that. So unfortunately. Of course, people hate it and it's an inside joke kind of and it's hilarious. Yeah. yeah. And they're always late or they cancel your flight entirely for a couple of days, um, which we unfortunately had to go through. We didn't. Um, but we'll talk about that in another story. Um, so yeah. So, you know, my grandma and grandpa, they, they went back and visited their family back in Portugal and then they came back, um, had my mom. And then they ended up moving to another town about 15 minutes south of San Leandro in Union City. And that is where my mom grew up. And Mm -hmm. they had a good Portuguese presence there as well. Um, They were very much involved in the Portuguese hall, which is something that a lot of Portuguese people do um, to keep the culture alive. You know, we have our Holy Spirit festivals that call the Festas. It's kind of crazy, like... I've been in the Bay for, what, 10 years now almost, and there's a lot of people that have no idea what I talk about when I'm like, I'm going to a festa. But it's so, like, it's not, it's very, like, I want to kind of explain what that is. It's very secluded, like, within the Portuguese community. There's not a lot of outsiders that go to them. No. It is, I think, a little bit more accessible now. Yeah. But definitely back then, like, it was purely Portuguese people. Right. Mm -hmm. Which I think is, back then it was okay. But now... It's like the culture is dying off. It, oh, it 100% is. And, you know, a lot of these events, people in our generation or younger than us, like our kids, um, definitely are not as involved as as our parents were and as our generation was. Like, yeah. I never did folklore dancing. I wanted to. Uh Little fun fact, I did folklore dancing <laughs> and I hate it. Actually, I liked it. It was fun, but I hate that I did it just because. Well, yeah. <laughs> Could you imagine my gay ass up there fucking? Yes. Oh Actually, I can't. I know. That's the sad part. <laughs> I'm like, yes, queen, let's get it. And they're like, do the shamahita. And I'm like, yes, work. I know. But that's great. Because, <clears throat> I mean, like, you know how to do all that. Well, I, I think I lost a lot of it. But it would definitely come back to me really fast. But, yeah. So, like, these halls basically are, like, b- big buildings. And we throw, like, festas, which are, the festa means party in Portuguese. And yeah. It, you go and you there's like food and there's very very cheap very strong drinks and yep. you dance and it's mostly Portuguese music so I could see why a lot of people wouldn't be interested in going because of the music is old Portuguese music which we love we love it but I could understand why it's not like people don't go there from outside of the Portuguese culture right. plus also we actually had a conversation about this our generation both 
people usually, if you're a household that is a couple with kids or, you know, you and your partner work, you don't have time to be going to the hall and volunteering and, and cooking and everything is pretty much volunteer. It is. And everything's pretty much donated. Yep. So it's really hard for people who have careers and who are working just to get by, especially Mm -hmm. living out here. It's not cheap. So I think that's part of where it's dying too is. But back then, it was majority was like the man did all the work and the women stayed home. Had all the time in the world. And yeah, they had plenty of time to yeah. make masa for sweet bread and yeah. and, and, and make filoj, which are the Portuguese donuts, also known as like malasadas. So they had the time. But now... Yeah. No one has the time for We that. don't have the time. No. Which and is rough, but... It, it sucks, but it's the name of the game now. Like if you, you know, like if you can't live off of one income then why you're going to spend what little energy you have going to a Portuguese special. Like it just isn't feasible, right. especially when kids these days aren't interested in their culture, yeah. which I personally think is kind of a, it's a double-edged sword, right? Like I yeah. think it's good. I think it's bad. Cause you know, my whole stance on being prideful of where you've come from, I feel like that can be a very dangerous, sticky subject. Um, but at the end of the day, like these kids aren't interested in it. Why are they going to go out of their way? Yeah. And I it? think that's across all cultures. Yeah. I mean, I feel like anyone can relate to that, especially if your grandparents came from another country and they didn't speak English. And now, so, okay, if, for example, if you were raised by your grandparents who spoke another language, which then you learned that language, Mm -hmm. and then you have children, do your children speak that language? Oh, let us know. Most likely not. Most likely not. My son only knows when I'm yelling at him in Portuguese. (laughs) That's very Portuguese of you. Yes. Well, even me, like... My dad predominantly only spoke for like my dad's English was really bad when he first came here. Right. Like really bad. And um I my first language was Portuguese. But then when my parents divorced when I was eight, and then I lived with my mom, who is still full blooded Portuguese, but doesn't speak Portuguese because her parents didn't want her to like there's this whole thing about immigrants not wanting to teach them their native language Which so they do better wild. in school and then yeah that got passed down to me i feel like and... that's where our 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 grandparents were different yeah yeah, yeah. absolutely and it i hate it i want to know portuguese fluently yeah. so bad but it's like oh, it's so annoying well that's just like people coming here and changing their last names oh yeah to absolutely. be more to be more um is that a word? Yeah, I think it's like anglo-sized. Anglo-sized? Yeah, like anglo-sized. Is that when you're trying to be a right triangle and not an obtuse? Right. <laughs> no, okay. silly. Okay. No, literally, like, for example, we're, we're about to educate y'all right here. Ooh. So, Pereira. 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 Excuse me, which is read as Pereira. Perry. They changed their names to Perry? Yes. Is that why the people say Katy Perry's Portuguese? Yes. Or she is And Portuguese. Steve Perry from Journey. That? Hello. Oh, I do love Journey. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so Perry's one. Um, it's yeah. another one. But like, Port- let's get into like the fact that. Betancourt. Oh, Bet. I've, yeah. Betancourt. Yeah. yeah. There's so many. There's so many stories of how Portuguese people fucked up their, um, what is that called? Your birth certificates. Oh, like, yeah. Like Portuguese people are a mess, girl. They were always drunk. Well, why do you think my grandpa's last name is? It's happened to you. It's literally happened to me with the whole Pajeda Fajeda thing. I don't know about it, but like someone mistaked an F for a P somewhere in our yep. fucking ancestry law. So my grandpa was the only Ferreira. Oh, I hate us. Like we get so drunk, we can't even get our birth certificate. Well, that's right. what happens when you leave it up to the men to do that shit. Girl, don't even get me started on okay. that one. Like, <laughs> go milk your cows, Jose. Yeah. All right. Leave all Jose. the right, Jose. <laughs> go milk your fucking cows. Oh and God. leave all the penmanship to the women. Please let them do I that. I hate us. You don't need to do it all. <laughs> right. Sweetie. But like there's so many stories about how Portuguese so people many. fucked up the birth certificate. So many. And it's even crazy. when they immigrate too, like my grandpa's birthday. His birthday on his paperwork what? was not the same as his actual birthday. <laughs> Swear. My poor grandpa, he had it rough. Did they not like read in <laughs> no, Portugal? This literally back happens to so I even had like patients who their birthdays were not accurate. Like it wasn't the right birthday. Cause when they're going through immigration, they don't give a shit. They're just trying to pass them through. True. I don't give a damn with your, Oh, I'm sorry. You said your birthday was the 12th. I'm, well, guess what? Now it's the 14th motherfucker. Like, <laughs> wow. That's aggressive. I hate, but I really think yeah, that, that uh, and, then, and they don't speak English either. So like, they're the just like, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> Seriously. 
But um, but Aisha let's Zouj. hear about your family's immigration story. Yeah, so cause... like, I don't. So we'll get into my grandpa's stuff because that's a little more interesting. My so for everyone listening, my grandpa's side of the family, we've somehow managed to say stay like full blooded Portuguese. However, my great great great, it's either one or two. Great. I think it was Three, like two great, two greats, great great grandfather. Um, actually came here, and I actually have all of these notes here. Way, way back. Way back. So, back into time. blah, blah, blah. Um, he actually immigrated here in 1873. That's a long-ass time and ago. And he is one of the... Like, he just a, missed the gold rush. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Leave it to us. Like, um, so, that one's interesting. My grandma's is a little bit similar to yours, obviously. So, my grandma actually came here with our grandma's parents after your grandma already came here. Yeah. My grandma had already came over. Yeah. So your grandma came here first with your grandpa. And then my grandma came with their parents after stayed at your guys's place for a little bit. And then my, and then our great grandparents and my grandma moved to San Luis Obispo because we had a great uncle there. And then, um, yeah, the, my grandma met my grandpa because like word of mouth, and I guess, like, my grandma needed help learning how to drive. And my grandpa was, like, a good driver. I feel like a lot of Portuguese which people is don't what, drive. Which is what you think? But hold on. <clears throat> Didn't you tell me about your great-great-grandpa? What did he have going on? Like, what was his business? Oh, yeah. I'll, I'll tell you that in a oh, second. okay. Yeah, yeah. Just, I'm going to get my grandma out of the way because that's boring. In. It does. Oh, it does. The I, did, irony. I just thought about that right Synchronicities now. here. Synchronicities. In the podcast room in of the wooden Anyway, so yeah, my grandma, like, they just lived their life. She met my grandpa. Everything was hunky-dory, I guess. And then, yeah, he taught her how to drive, and then they got married. Um, A little fun fact, my grandpa was 15 years older than my grandma. But nothing weird happened. They met, I think, when my grandma was 18. Okay. Yeah, so it wasn't, like, pedo-y or anything. Oh, thank God. Yeah, thank God. I was about to sing age eating at the button number, but then that reminds me a little bit of R. Kelly. Oh, we don't go there. We're not going there. We're not. That's that's an unsafe space. (laughs) This is a safe space. Yes. So, um, yeah, so, like, getting into, okay, my grandpa's side of the story is amazing. So, my, well, sorry, my great-great-grandpa was named Manuel. Sarmento, which is my middle name. Manuel is also like probably the number one Portuguese name. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Out there. So <laughs> he was born in Fayal, um, I believe. And then he came over because there was grand talk of how amazing California was. Um, I wish I saw it back then in 18, the 1870s. I you can't know. even. I'm cool. just kidding. I'd be hung. And so. then there was a 1906. <laughs> oh my god! I would have been hung or like burned at the stake. Isn't that what they did? So oh, that was women. That was women. They would have like witches, which I mean. I mean, that was... <laughs> what would they do? You're to, like right there. What would they do to a gay witch back in the day? Oh, yeah. I'd be I don't fun. know. I'd be I fun. don't want to know. And not in a good way. Um, so, anyways, he came to actually to San Francisco at first. Um, he came to San Francisco, and then in 1873, and it's so funny reading this. Because so, and he came by boat because there were no planes. He back did then. come by boat. He came, but he so came he... in not through Ellis Island, Angel Island. He came through Boston. Oh snap! I was yeah. completely wrong. He came through Boston. He did come. Through I didn't Boston. even know that was a thing because obviously Ellis Island was the biggest like immigrant portal port. Yeah. Ellis Island is where everyone came through. I mean, we're right? not historians, folks. Please do not quote us on this. Yeah, and or you can quote me and just be wrong. I don't care. Um <laughs> so yeah, he came to actually San Francisco. He came with twenty-five cents in his pocket. Damn. That is equal to six dollars and like seventeen cents or something like that. Oh my gosh. I baller, right? Like he was a daddy. Um, so then he was like, oh, I'll do work or whatever. So he just basically did that. And they ended up moving to San Luis Obispo where he opened one of the first, I need to look this up because this has a weird name. Basically it was like a, a, it was like the first rental car company, but like back in the day, but with like, he's like, he only kept it literally says in this thing. So I'm reading from a book that's literally called the founders of San Luis Obispo. And my great, great grandfather has like three big, large paragraphs in here. He started the first enterprise rental car service. Y'all he did (laughs) with 25 cents. He was a freaking baller. That's amazing. It really is. So yeah, it says literally here, he moved to San Luis Obispo. 
um oh he he there's this place called center hill my mom's my i was talking to my mom about it she's like i have no idea where the hell that is i'm like well it probably was like maybe an outskirts town right on the outskirts of san luis obispo Mm -hmm. but i don't know so then he started this business where he basically kept buggies and horses that people could rent out that's amazing it's literally the first enterprise that's so cool and he like it just goes on about how it has my great grandfather's name in here so it lists all his um kids whom he had eight they really did stay busy he back had... then <laughs> Portuguese people are the rabbits of roses. I mean they kept warm in the winter <clears throat> they and they had I free labor <laughs> <laughs> well I mean like they have eight kids so to think that like how many people I'm actually related to here in California is probably pretty wild yeah but we didn't I mean obviously this was in the 1870s so that's crazy. Yeah. So then he had a bunch of kids and then he was like, oh, let me go to San Luis because he wanted his kids to have better education. And then another fun fact, he was one of the founders of the IDES Portuguese Hall in Edna, which is right next to San Luis Obispo. Yes. Which we, we there. went there. Yeah. To think that I'm like, I need. It is very rustic looking. <clears throat> it is. It's yeah, so absolutely. cute though. It's it's nice. Yeah. But he was the founder. He was the president. He was the vice president. He was also the he treasurer. He did everything. He did everything. He was a bad bitch. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. And then the last line in here, which was, um, he was a very progressive man who supported all public movements that helped to build up the county. I love that so much. I know. I'm like, oh my God, that's where I that's get where it from. That's where you get it from. I'm like very. David is very progressive yes and he is very much like he stands up for the little person i do and he really hates it to stems see from my trauma any though. injustices done yes like he gets very that. passionate i do I'm yes like, it's a problem a little bit but it's fine it is because he gets really I frustrated get really worked up. <laughs> but it's great though you yeah. just need to put that energy <laughs> Towards this <laughs> podcast to help those out there who yeah. are so if you ever shit on a minority, fuck you. Right, that part. Anyways, <laughs> I'm here for it. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that was his whole thing, and then obviously his my great grandfather Peter had my grandpa, and then my grandpa went to like into the navy or the marine. Oh my god, I can't. Remember. I think he I think was, was the navy. navy. It was the navy. Yeah, in the navy. <laughs> um. He went to the Navy, whatever, married my grandma, yeah. helped her drive, I guess. And then he was so sweet. Uncle Oh, yeah. So both of our grandpas have passed away. Yeah. Um, my grandpa was like the head of our family. You know when that happens. Yeah. And the head of the family. And then our family kind of drifted apart a little bit after that. And my grandma wilded out, girl. She was like sell the house i'm going on cruises i was like work i mean she was living her life <clears throat> yeah. you know that's a whole other conversation about oh my god don't be with someone for 87 years and then think you can't live your life until they die yeah yeah oh no yeah that's yeah. that's a whole other conversation <laughs> we have a lot of, to talk of about. unpacking to do <laughs> and you're but, here for it <laughs> yeah and then like basically like this so both of our dads immigrated here from portugal Yes. Both of our moms were born here. As you know, my mom was, I have a long lineage from San Luis Obispo. Yes. And then my mom was born here, but my dad, or both of our dads immigrated here. Yes. So I don't think we really need to talk about our moms because they were here. I mean, they were born here. They were born here. Like, and, whatever, boring. Yeah. Next. <laughs> <laughs> they were very much California girls in their own ways. Yours was the city or city. Yeah. Wow. I know. I know words. <laughs> Your mom was cityer. Yeah. Ew, I hate that. <laughs> Your mom was from the city. My mom was a very country. Yes. Oh, like we don't uh, mind our dogs. This yeah. is how real it gets up in We're here. We're going to tranquilize them next time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, Some melatonin gummies for you. <laughs> no, I'll give them my clothes. I'm, sure. I'm just kidding. They're just um, doing their job. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, like your mom was like very much the Bay Area city kind yes. of folk. And then my mom was very like country like even I was country growing up, but she did like 4-H and FFA, very different walks of life. Totally. Yeah. And then um, our dads both immigrated. Your dad was from Fayel? Yeah. Okay. So there's a bunch of islands from the Azores. There's my, nine islands. There's nine islands. Uh, my dad was from San Miguel. Yes. And he kind of told me a little bit about his childhood. Well, before we get into that, we're going to take a quick little break. Yes, I need to. And then we're going to be back with our parents. 
immigration story. I need a shot of tequila to do a little bit of this. (laughs) We'll be right back, folks. And we're back, everybody. Our dogs finally stopped barking. I yeah, we tranquilized them. They're doing good. Uh, I got a shot of tequila. I'm feeling really refreshed. Yes, my spirit is whole again. David is a tequila whore. I am a tequila. What is that? Like, I wish I would. But like it, it does really well with him, actually. Like, I don't. I don't get no hangovers. No. I. It's a. I'm. I'm good drunk. Like you know, how some people can like be drunk on different things, and it affects them differently. <laughs> I'm sorry, I was just thinking about seeing your face when you're drunk and you're drinking out of the straw. What are you talking about? You have this look like this. Oh, I do that when I'm drunk, <laughs> yes. I wish you guys could see the face, but yeah. Oh my god. Um, But all alcohols affect my drunk differently, but tequila makes me feel great. And I wake up the next day with nothing. Yeah, he's totally fine. It's the weirdest thing. Meanwhile, I'm dying in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> Contemplating life. Yeah, you don't handle it very well. And why did I do that to myself? (laughs) Anyways, we're refreshed. We're a little, we're feeling good. So let's go into, okay, we handled the grandparents, right? Yeah, our grandparents. We handled the grandparents. Yes. They were Which is how our moms got here. Yeah. And like, to put in perspective, this is our first episode, I feel like, because we want to, before we get into ourselves so much. This is what we're dealing with. We're kind of like laying the foundation for you guys. Yeah, like this is what we've learned. This is how we were raised. This is what we come from in terms of our culture. And I think it puts a lot into perspective of how people can like reflect on that and say, oh, how were my grandparents and parents come from and raised? Because some people don't ask. And honestly, a lot of times when we have conversations about our parents and like, well, what the hell did they go through? Yeah. Oh. And like, what did... But then, like, okay, let's take it even further. Yeah. Like, what did our grandparents go through? Yeah. And Holy like, crap. That's, like, what's crazy is, like, one thing we talk about is how Portuguese people have a gift and a curse for being able to hide the traumas Ugh. that they've been through. Yes. And if you think, like, I don't think I'm strong enough. I'm a very strong person. And I don't think I'm strong enough to just go to another country and live there you know like that's trauma leaving everyone you know like yeah yeah, you might have a couple people here that you might know that you're that are waiting for you but it's still like your life it's your life that you're just up and leaving yep and for those who come with no family here holy shit good for you if you guys have immigrants in your family that have come here well and that kind of ties in with our dads yes so go over where your dad comes from yeah so mine his issues i'm just kidding (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so my dad's from Fayal, which is actually the island that my mom's parents are from, which is how my mom and dad met. So my grandparents uh, did so well with their American dream that they were fortunate enough to go on their vacation to Fayal usually every summer. Yeah. If and not what did they do every for other summer? Living? They were janitors. They were janitors. Do you janitors. think janitors could go traveling these days? But see, they were smart. With their money. I'm sure, yeah. There was a thing in Portugal called a scud, which is that was a old currency that was used before the euro. Oh, that's right. And the, the um, what is it? The conversion rate, like the yeah. dollar to the scud was like crazy. Um, You could get a lot, almost kind of like the peso in Mexico. Like yeah. you get a lot for the dollar. Yeah. Um, And also apparently like the interest was so high so what a lot of people would do who were from there that moved to the States, they would have a bank account and they would just build interest. Yeah. So they would put money in that account. So then when they would go on vacation, they had all their money there. Yeah. And it like build. Yeah. It was crazy. So I think that's a lot of the reason why they were able to do that. Yeah, absolutely. And Good they were hustlers. Them. They didn't yeah. spend money on anything. Absolutely. Nothing. If it works, don't fix it. Or if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Don't yeah. buy a new nothing. Yeah, if it works, do not fix they, it. They like made their own clothes. They would drive their cars into the ground, but took very great care of their cars. Let's rephrase they did. that. Yeah, yeah. They never ate out. Like that was how it was back then. So I think if we all lived <laughs> Like we were no, thank you. in the 60s no, as far as you. money spending goes. No. <laughs> no, thank you. It's like, hell no. Hell no. Well, I'm just saying it was different then. Yeah. They didn't have fun shit to do and spend their money on. True. There was no Amazon. Also, they were okay being very mediocre. That part. Yeah. Love them. But yes. Let's be real. 
So anyways, my mom had gone back in high school um, on a trip and she met my dad. Um, uh, so they were, do you know what year about? So she was like, this what, was in the early 80s. 16, uh... I think my mom was 16. No, my mom was probably like 15 or 16. That's crazy. Yeah. So they knew each other young, young. Yeah. Well, my dad's like four years, three years older than my mom, I think. Nice. Yeah. Three years older. And so my mom met my dad. Apparently they were like at a place together and she was hanging out with some girls that he knew. Mm -hmm. And my mom would like stalk his life on the beach. No. So (laughs) my, my, my mom's cousin, Jilda, she has a house right on the beach. You could see the beach from her house. Playa Port Beam and Fayal. And shout out to Fayal. Yes. And so Yes. Um, so they would watch with binoculars to see if my dad was on the beach because my mom was so like creepy. very much That's under very lock and key with my grandparents. That's true. So they would be watching to see if he was there <laughs> in his red short shorts. And my dad was dark, so he was like one of the darker people on the island, which is a yes. whole other subject. Oh my god. Um yeah. So, <laughs> so yeah, so my mom was out on the prowl looking for him from afar in binoculars. And then eventually they, you know, kind of hit it off and they were, you know, seeing each other sneakily around the island being sneaky. Um, and it's so hard to be sneaky on that island. That's girl. First of all, what did they do go in a bush. I mean, come on. Everybody knows everybody. <laughs> yeah. Like what did they, How where the did they go? Did people not in the little know. caves on the side? Maybe. <laughs> I have no idea. I need to get that. I need to get their location. Be like, hey. <laughs> so apparently my dad was telling me, he's asked my dad about this um, story because I've heard it from my mom, but this part of the story I did not know. So apparently my mom and dad were walking back to, he was walking my mom back to where she was staying. Is this the fish? Is this a fish story? Yes. You guys so, put on your seatbelts. So I was on the My mom and crying. dad are holding hands walking down the hill. And they see my grandma and grandpa coming around the corner and they like <laughs> stop holding hands super fast. And too late, my grandpa spotted that shit. No. And lo and behold, in his hand, he's carrying a fat ass tuna fish. <laughs> and he starts chasing after my mom with the tuna fish like he's going to hit her with it. That's the fucking And my dad dipped, dude. My dad was like, oh, not my problem. Oh my God. No, I would strive. I want to be chased by a Portuguese man with a giant tuna shirt fish. I don't know what's more Portuguese about that. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. So, but that was probably why she was under lock and key and ended up watching so from funny. the window with the binoculars. But I can literally picture him swatting a giant tuna fish at her. Literally, with his tongue sticking out, like mm, like he's gonna. Oh, bite. I hate. You know that. what I'm saying? My dad used to do that too. Yeah, like, yeah, that's a that. thing. So, um, so, you know, regardless of their forbidden love, um, they were still, they would write letters to each other oh, and, Juliet. you know, my mom would go back in the summer and was looking forward to seeing him. And then my dad eventually had to serve in the military, which was kind of a thing over there. Yeah. All of my family, you have to serve you in the military. You have to serve in the military. For, I want to say a year or two. Something. I think I'm not like sure, a year actually. or two. Yeah. I don't know the exact number, but. I don't think it's like that now. No, it's not. Yeah. I don't think it is. No. Back in the day, though, you had you to. Had to but you had you to. know think, what? Like, Portugal had the, one of the strongest militaries back in the day. Yeah. And that was right after the whole thing with um, the Carnation Revolution. Oh, my God. Which yeah, is, have you, like, what, watched movies on that? Um, No. I it's did watch amazing. a special on Artepe because our cousin Daniela was on it. Oh. And it was, like, pictures and stuff of it. But I kind of need to know there's a little a, more there's on an that. Act, no, there's a whole, like, movie on it. Oh. And like the guy, like it's like about the soldiers, and and it was like that's so cute. I actually, you know, where I saw it is in uh, high school when I was in the Portuguese folk- folklore dancing. We watched that movie. We need to. I need to see that. It's really good. It's like it's still like they they um they describe that as like one of the most peaceful starts of the war. It was a coup. Yeah, because like everybody was in their house, and it was just like a t- like I don't know. I don't remember all the details, but. It was very funny. It was very funny at first. At first. Yeah. And then it obviously gets crazy, but. Yeah, it's super interesting. But so he had to be in the military. My mom would write him postcards. Like she had all of her postcards and they were so like mushy and like crazy. She would send pictures and he would send pictures with him and his buddies and they're like holding these rifles and this like 
caca green oh yeah uniforms. their uniforms are gross yeah um because so... I, I have pictures of my dad in those uniforms too and I'm oh like, mm, okay see that's no, so crazy thank you. and my uncle oh my dad yeah and my uncle. Mm-hmm. so then my mom and dad ended up getting married my mom they got married in portugal first and then they came here and they had a big ass wedding um like big old wedding and then my dad worked janitorial first for my great uncle and then he realized it's not for me i'm not i don't think i want to do janitorial and then he ended up going to concrete and then after that, he kind of learned like all of the trades and which a lot of Portuguese men do. Yes. My dad could build a whole house. It's so annoying. Same. I'm like, wow, you could have taught me like anything. Yeah. A lot yeah. of Portuguese men are blue collar, but don't Very... assume that they all are, but majority. The are. majority. Especially like, the older ones. When I tell you my dad can build a house, I mean like I've seen him knock down a whole wall and rebuild a like whole kitchen. Like it's who who taught you that? Yeah. Yeah, it's insane. It's it's wild. Um, I can barely use a screwdriver. <laughs> I'm so gay. It's like ridiculous. I'm like, yeah, the one with the diamond shape. They're like, oh, what is it called? The Phillips, Phillips. or something? <laughs> I know the Phillips flathead. Oh my God. And there's like some other names. That That's okay. Like, yeah. It's okay. It's fine. You have strengths in other areas. <laughs> Thanks, Crystal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not using a screwdriver. I'm like, That's no, okay. We have Jake fine. for that. <laughs> we do. Uh, thank God for the straight man because listen. I just can't be bothered at this point. No. I'll pay someone. Yeah. I'm not dealing with it. I'm not dealing. Well, we did put this desk together. We did. And it wasn't. We have like a mechanical desk. Yeah. Is it a mechanical desk? We have one of those scanning desks. Yeah. The fancy can... ones where you press the button and it goes the, up and we down. We put the motor on. And we put it together. Portuguese people working together one day All at a time. All by our lonesome. <laughs> we were like, we're doing this. But that's a real true thing. Like Portuguese people are just innately good at carpentry and different yes skills. yeah it is very true so yeah so that's what my dad well my dad's still doing that he lives in oklahoma now um but he still is a contractor and he works in houses and he's fixing yeah. shit every day and all you day. know what my dad's upgraded job is what <laughs> he's a janitor <laughs> <laughs> what are the odds that's the upgraded job from that's... he went yeah so when i say my dad was like very um uh, but he's probably got benefits. Old school. Yes. That he didn't before. Pension? Yeah, he has all that stuff. Oh, now. see? Well, pfft. but that's in the last, I think he got that job in the last five years. I could be wrong. But Who's winning now? I guess he is. Yeah. But he, like, my dad literally milked cows my whole entire life. Well, yeah, let's he hear about your, your dad's. Yeah, so my story. dad's like, I was actually talking to my dad. I always assumed he had a shitty childhood, but he's like, no, my childhood was pretty good. It's just, my dad was mean and he was a drunk and died when he was young, like middle school. So oh. my dad had to drop out and start working, which I think happens a lot to Portuguese people. Like, like I feel like there's a lot of Portuguese people that go through that where they like don't go to school all the way. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. They don't um, finish school. No. My dad has like a, a middle school education, I guess. Yeah. Um, But other than that, he said he was like, I was actually love. <laughs> and I was like, nice must have been nice oh my god but i'm just kidding <laughs> tell us how you really feel yeah right Wait, that's on episode five <laughs> <laughs> yeah he's like oh i was loved and stuff and i'm like oh that's cool and then um yeah he came over here um he met my mother uh he says a party my mom says it was probably at your mom's house oh because he was best so another thing that's weird about me and crystals our dads were like best friends for like no reason like they just met and became best friends because yeah. they worked for your my your uncle which is your mom's, my mom's brother, brother which also happens to me my god it's all it's all entwined um, well and they just both had immigrated here so like yeah. imagine you're fresh from another country and you meet yeah. someone also from that same country yep oh my god like let's be friends but they're also equally toxic together which we oh uh, my yeah. god those um, two guys yeah so they're like best friends um and then yeah, other than my dad's from San Miguel, which yeah. is an island. Your dad's from oh, San Miguel. Yeah, San Miguel. People, a lot of Portuguese people say that's the mean island. Like, it's like Kurishk. Please Kurishk. no one come for us. Kurishk. Yeah. yeah, my dad used to say that shit all the yeah. time. Yeah. That's but, just like a San Miguel thing. Yeah, it's like a, it's not a bad word. It's like the most, it's the most populated island, if I'm not mistaken, in the I Azores. It it's, it's like the most modernized. Yeah, which is 
so weird to hear because my dad literally was is not like my yeah. dad doesn't represent that at all because he immigrated here when he was like so so long ago yeah i think now it is now like, it is, they yeah. have the only like mcdonald no just kidding i think they just have a thursday has a mcdonald's i, I think, think now the only escalator now the good. I think that's what it was. No. I think that's what my dad said. Said you. The only place that has an escalator. And es- we're gonna have to look that up. I know we have to. <laughs> Who would tell us about that? I don't think I Google. Don't which island has well, an like, escalator? It literally came through my dad's mouth. It's so. like a Jeopardy question. Yeah, he said it's gotten a lot more modern since obviously he went there. But. Yeah. Anyways, so he milks cows my whole life. He worked on a dairy, um, and then met my mom either at a party or at your mom's house. Yeah. And then they basically got married and. Blah, blah, blah. It was all after that. Yeah. But my dad's story is not too crazy either. My, he was the only one that immigrated here for a long time. It wasn't until I was, I want to say five, that my uncle came over. Yeah. And my great grandma. My, it's really weird. My great grandma was with the shit. Like, she came over here. She got a house. She, um, learned English. Like, she was great. And then my, but my grandma, Still to this day, not one word of English. Mm. Does not go out. She also takes care of my aunt who has um cerebral palsy. Cerebral palsy. Yeah. Um, but still, like my great grandma was with the shit. So that was her mom. Yeah. Oh, that's wild. It's weird that she was more Americanized. Well, not Americanized, but she like I said, she got with the shit more mm-hmm. than my grandma did. Well, but... what's crazy is um shoot, I was gonna say something about that. About being more Americanized or learning English. Uh, Oh my gosh. This is what happens in real life, guys. Oh my god. We are not scripted. Um No, no. <laughs> no, thank you. No, I was gonna say something about, you know, coming over, learning English. It was something along those lines. And I cannot remember. Yeah, that's fine. Um so yeah, that's like my dad's story. Um other than that, uh his like I said, his his brother came over my uncle. That's what I was going to say. What? I was going to say that my dad is the only one in the United States. From his family? From his family. And he has quite a few siblings. So Interesting. He had, he had a brother who passed away the past five years hmm. um, who was in Canada. He has another brother who's in Toronto. And then he has a brother, I think, in the mainland of Portugal, so like Lisboa, Lisbon. Okay. Um, but he kind of moves everywhere. And then he has a sister in Tercida, and that's another island. And then they he have, has... They have hell with yeah. kids. What the And then fuck? he has a sister in Fayal. So... He has um, a sister in Fayal? Did we meet her? Yeah, she was there. Which one was it? My tia Yolanda. Yolanda? I don't think you might... You might have not seen her. Oh, okay. I saw her like in, in passing a couple times. Um, but my dad's sister from Trusada was there and yeah. his brother from Toronto was also there. Oh, and then my dad's other sister, she passed away though. So like my dad's, they're a blended family. Holy so shit. my dad's mom was married previously and had two kids and then divorced her husband, met my grandpa mm-hmm. and then they had three kids together. And then she passed away when my dad was like three or four years old. Oh, wow. And then my grandpa remarried and then they had two kids together. So that's why my my dad has so many siblings. It's crazy. Like the life expectancy expectancy from Portugal back in those days was so short. Yeah. I like, mean, people didn't live very long back then. At least the majority, I would say. Well, yeah. And then like my dad's sister, she had died of like a heart attack, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, that woman, she was such a hard worker. Oh my God. And she was such a good chef. Oh, she was amazing. Um, but yeah, it's wild because like my dad's the only one here in the States. And then like when I was a kid around that same age, like five years old, his uh-huh. cousin came over and that was like the one family he had was his first cousin who came over. Um, two of his cousins came over from Fayal mm-hmm. and that was Edward. And we were like super close. Oh, with Edward. Him. Yeah, yeah. I know him. So, um, but that was it. Like yeah. there was no one else. And wait, what about, oh, Edward's sister? Yeah, Alda. Alda. Yeah. Oh, wait, are we not supposed to say names on here? We it, We forgot. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so um, they came over. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, like that was the family that my dad had here, and That's then right. and other people too. Um, so they're your dad's first cousins. Yes. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. So, but yeah, interesting how like you said your dad's brother didn't come over till you were like five. Yeah. No, it it must it was later. Well, it's also like my dad's siblings, like one of his brothers, my dad kept trying to convince him to come here because he's like, you know, come here, you'll work, like make good money. 
He did not want to come here. He was like, no, I'm good. He was a smart man. No, he was lazy. Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> He didn't want to do any work. He was living his best life. Yeah. Why would him. you want to come here and slave away? Yeah. When you could just be in Portugal fucking eating and shrimp just... the size of my fist. <laughs> Fuck this place, dude. <laughs> yeah, he was like, I'm cool, bro. I'm going to stay right here, which yeah. is what he did. So, but yeah, that's pretty much where we come from. That's our immigration story. <laughs> yeah. And then we went to the motherland and we've connected. Yeah. Oh my God. That's a whole other story. We have so story. many other stories to tell. Yeah. A lot of unpacking and a, a lot, lot of unpacking. Things that people can definitely relate to, I feel like. Especially if you're raised by immigrants. Definitely if you were raised yeah. by immigrants. So that was a fun time. Like I think it's so interesting. Like a lot of people, like that. Why do you think like the whole ancestry thing became so popular? Because a lot of people that aren't connected to their culture want to be. And we're so blessed to literally have been given it on a silver platter to us. Like, yeah. This is where you're from. We're very known. Like, this is where you're from. Yeah. This is what you eat. This is how our culture rolls. Although yeah. we don't agree with it all, but like, yeah, we are so blessed to be like white people, right? Like, and I put quotes around that, but that also are so closely connected to our right, our Portuguese roots. And I mean, we're so damn proud. I'm wearing my Portugal shirt today. Oh, that's right. I yeah. forgot to mention that. I'm like, what are we? Are we going to a the World thing? Cup's not until November? Yeah, calm down, sis. Like, <laughs> no, I literally wear this like it's in my frequent rotation. I wear my Azores shirt all the time. Yeah, and yeah. that's literally how Portuguese people are. Yeah, we we're just, very prideful. We're very proud of where we're from and yeah. our roots, and it's just wild that um, I remember being a kid and all I talked about was Portugal, and kids yeah. in my class were like so tired of hearing about it. Really? Yeah, I was. As a kid, I, like, there was a part of me that didn't believe it because my family looks so white. My mom's side of the well, family. Well, and that, but you had never gone. No. Yeah, my parents never fucking took me. I went, like, when I was yeah. little. So you got, yeah, that's why, that's where we're different, too. Yeah. But I, like, I was, like, oh, yeah, like, my parents are always saying I'm full-blooded Portuguese. Great, great, great. But I was, like, I'm I white. think you're more Portuguese than I am on our ancestry thing. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I think I don't remember what the actual numbers were, but it, it was, was a lot. It was insane. I'm like, it was like over ninety. They're like, we've never. It was like over ninety five percent. Yeah. They're like, we've never seen someone so fucking of one thing. That's wild. Um, and that's with a grandpa, a great great grandfather who immigrated here. Yeah. Like that's what in, it's in so the eighteen hundreds. It's so like I'm so Portuguese. It's stupid. That's so why because that doesn't I happen. I think you were like what eighty something. I think I'm like 87%. None of this matters. It doesn't fucking right. matter where you were born or where your family's like, from. It doesn't make you you. bro. Yeah, it's not serious. You, shit. you could be 1% and still be interested in Portuguese yes. culture. Like, fuck off. And we're here to teach you. But I'm just, it's, it, but it is an interesting statistic to see how, and then like there are some other things like really interesting on my ancestry thing. I don't know if I did ancestry. It was the other one with the number in it. 23 me. Yes. I think I did 23 in me. Oh yeah, you're you're related to someone. Oh God! So there is speculate <laughs> like they told me this on the fucking website. No, because people are gonna cancel me right away. No, they're he's relate. <laughs> I hate myself. To? So there, she wasn't the one who went and did all that bad shit. <laughs> so on my ancestry DNA, it said that there's like a high <laughs> chance that I'm related to Christopher Columbus's wife. <laughs> I can't remember her first name, but her last name is the. So wow. Just call me a colonizer at this point. Like, just fucking tell me I'm a colonizer. So, my last name, I'll tell, can I tell people my last name? Fuck it, I don't care. Fucking try to don't find me. Don't mind me, I'm just joking. Am I a water? Yeah, I'm gonna tell. That's the God telling us to not say your last name. I don't give a shit. Fucking pull up, bitch, I'll kill you. Um, just kidding. Um, my last name is Moniz, which is historically very um, deeply rooted into the, into the Portuguese community. So, like, at Fayal, you remember what the port's name was? Yes. It was the Moniz port. Yes. So, like, that name, I don't know, what is it, <clears throat> like, a sure name that's been so, like, it's so um, deeply rooted into, like, a certain culture? Like, the Costas, like, the... Yeah. Port Moniz isn't as popular, but it's been around for ages. It's deep. Yeah, it, it goes deep into our culture, and so... Um, it was crazy seeing my last name for the first time. Even within the Portuguese community here, I'd never saw someone with the same last name as me. I've never seen that last name anywhere. So when I saw the port in Fayel, I was like, 
it has my last name and it's yeah. spelled the same way and i was like it was very like cool um but yeah that bitch christopher columbus's wife uh last name was moniz and she was i can't remember exactly where she was <clears> from <throat> she was from like that other island south of the azores the portuguese Madeira? yeah i think she, she was from madeira madeira yeah. i think i think Don't you're right quote me but anyways it <clears throat> came up on my 23 and me and then it also said that and I was, David didn't know how to feel about it for a minute. Well, yeah, we hate Christopher Columbus. Yeah, right? like in this room, we yes. hate him. Like, great, like he did. Like he, we're here because of him, I guess. I don't know. No, not really. I know. Like, fuck that dude. But anyways, <laughs> she was still okay with it. I there, think I would assume so because she was fucking him. Well, so. she probably didn't even know what the fuck he was doing. Half I, of America I doesn't even it. know. Yeah, that's true. They anyways, thought he we, in, he discovered America. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay, Stan. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> we hate him in this household. But uh yeah, I might I'm probably related to her. It also said that I was very closely like related to my actual like um like caveman ancestry. What? Like my DNA doesn't stray so far from it. That so I don't know cr- if that means incest or I don't know what that means. What the- <laughs> because like think about it. Like <clears throat> usually when you have all these generations you, your DNA, like, tends to, like, go pretty far from right. the caveman days. Yeah, it kind of gets watered, like, watered down. Yeah, they said that my my ancestry wasn't so far from it. I Maybe we should do an episode on that where I can actually read all through this That's stuff. crazy. And then the other crazy thing is I am notoriously bad at directions. Which is a joke. Because Portuguese people were navigators. Right. And I shit you not. He is horrible. My 23andMe said that I have a possible genetic yeah, I am a, thing that makes me bad at directions. Yes. And I was like, oh, I am 23andMe is reading that. me to fill. This fool has his directions on anywhere he yeah. goes. He goes to the gas station, he puts his fucking GPS on. I, for, why not? <laughs> I don't care. Just remember where to go. I don't want to. I don't want too much energy. Like, I'm dealing with <laughs> depression and, like, anxiety. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm not going to remember directions, bitch. We still love you. It's okay. That's what GPS is for. Yes. Well, I think that concludes this episode. Thank you so much for listening to our first episode. Our actual first episode. This is like the legitimate first episode. If you're still here, we love you. (laughs) Also, things are going to get wild. This was our introductory. We're kind of testing the waters, um, but we're going to get into some shit. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. But. Until next time, y'all. Uh, at the log. Ciao. <laughs> so.